lets me live. And I'm so grateful that you joined me for another episode of The Best Kept Secret. Today, I am here because Mother's Day is approaching. And when holidays arise, a variety of emotions do as well. It's not always easy. As a daughter, I enjoy celebrating my mother and my mother in love with everything in me on Mother's Day because they are so special and so worthy and deserving of celebration. But I will admit that it's not always been an easy holiday because there have been some years where I've wished and hoped that I might also be a mama. I have had incredibly busy, intense, and rewarding seasons of business, and one where I've not rushed the journey of motherhood, one that I've even questioned if I want to be a biological mother, but the question and the overall feeling of disappointment at times continue to set in because I've always wondered if I'm able to have children. My husband and I have been married for six years and we are now beginning to talk very seriously about what our next steps could be to start a family. And so it's with that that I have come to introduce this podcast to you. I've been joined by an expert in the field. LaJoyce Kwachi has joined me. She is my husband's cousin and quickly becoming a dear friend of mine. And I'm so grateful for her. She is an infertility advocate and she also has a doctorate in nursing. So she is well-versed and has a wealth of information. You can find all of the resources that she publishes on YouTube YouTube under the joy journey and I hope that you will subscribe to her podcast because it is something that is going to bless you. I am grateful that you've taken this time for with me today and I want you to remember that a hope deferred makes the heart sick but a dream fulfilled is a tree of life. I am praying with you about your dreams. I absolutely believe that they are going to be fulfilled in God's timing, in his perfect way, and in his perfect will. And I believe that it is going to just cause your spirit and your soul to overflow with goodness and gratitude. Thank you for joining me here. This conversation is raw. And if I'm going to be real, it wasn't easy. I was incredibly sensitive and nervous in ways that I have not been nervous about speaking <laughs> in years. Thank you. Thank you for joining me on this journey. And thank you so much, LaJoyce, for when your I was a teenager, and your wisdom. I loved knowing and keeping secrets. It made me feel important. It made me feel special. It made me feel valued. But that's the best kept secret. Regardless of what or who you know, you are important. You are special. You are valued. This is your little dose of inspiration to remind you who you are and who you are. <laughs> it's me, Liv, and I am a student of the word a 
lover of life and your big sister friend, Auntie Mentor, who loves to talk and laugh even more. I am coming to you with some of the best kept secrets life has to offer. Let's talk. Hey y'all, it is me, Liv, and I have been getting a pep talk from my interviewee today. I'm so excited to introduce her to each and every one of you because today is a subject that is sensitive and one that we don't often talk about around Mother's Day. Mother's Day is coming up, and as you know, I host events for mamas and daughters, and I absolutely adore celebrating mothers. My own mother has been such a blessing in my life. But if I'm going to be honest, I sometimes have hard emotions arise, not only during those events, but also during Mother's Day, because I would like to be a mama. Now, I haven't always wanted to be a mama, <laughs> but the whether or not you can become a mama biologically has always sat with me and always bothered me in seasons such as this one that we are approaching. And so it's the first time I've ever opened up about it. And I do feel as if I'm ready to share a little bit and it's necessary, but it's been a journey. You know, I found inspiration in a couple of different women. Dawn Cherie is a pastor who opened up about her journey with infertility while she was going through it because she talked to us about how many people talk about it on the other side of their journey. And that's okay because you talk about it whenever you're ready, if you choose to talk about it. But I did feel some inspiration there over the years. And then another inspiration that I found is in LaJoyce Kwachi. And she is my husband's cousin and quickly becoming a dear friend of mine. I follow her on YouTube and Instagram, and she's absolutely beautiful inside and out. So I cannot wait for you to get to meet her. But just so you guys know a little bit about her, she is a wife and a mother to two beautiful daughters. She is an advocate for infertility, and she is the YouTube host of The Joy Journey. I'm going to link all of her information down below so that you can just click and get redirected to everything amazing she's doing in this world. But she's also a doctorate of nursing. She has a doctorate in nursing. And so I just, you know, want to plug <laughs> for my friend, for my cousin, because that is a big deal. And I'm just so incredibly <laughs> grateful for her time today. LaJoyce, how are you? How are you? <laughs> I am doing well. Thank you so much for having me, Liv. I think it's just like, you, your energy and everything about you is just so absolutely fabulous that it is actually a blessing for me to be gracing your channel, your podcast. So I really just appreciate you having me here today. And I'm excited about this conversation, actually. Yes, yes. I'm so grateful for your insight. And, you know, today I just want to invite you to share whatever the Lord lays on your heart. But the first question I have for you is, can you share why you've chosen to help others in the area of infertility and become an advocate for those who have trouble conceiving? 
Yeah, sure. I would be happy to. Um, actually, I have a history of infertility myself. So that's probably the center of the passion for it. But um, I have endometriosis. So for you, for you all that don't know what endometriosis is, it's basically a condition where you have tissue that's similar to the lining of your endometrium, your uterus, um, that normally comes out that you shed when you have a cycle. But this similar tissue actually retrogrades back up into the pelvis and causes adhesions and things on your a reproductive system. So it, it, it definitely can lead to further issues like low ovarian reserve and, um, you know, all types of, of issues with fertility. So I was faced with that in my 20s, knowing that I would go into marriage with that obstacle. And so it, it you know, it wasn't that much of a shocker when I eventually got into the, the issues um, of infertility. But my husband and I lost three babies um, before we became pregnant with um, our two children um, that we now have. And we did overcome endometriosis and low ovarian reserve and an incompetent cervix in which we did lose one baby in the second trimester. Um, and during that time, it was probably the darkest period of my life, I would say. And um, for the first part of it, it was secretive. Um, and I think it's culture, culture, cultural, excuse me, especially for African-American women, that we hold things like that very dear to our hearts and sacred. And we don't really share, even with close people, you know, within our family and friends. So I really kept it because I thought, it, you know, we were, I went into a lot of that with that stigma, carrying all of that, that sadness, um, until I found some support. And I found the support in some, some groups at church and, and so forth and so on. But I really um, searched the internet a lot because I just wanted like those questions that you really don't want to ask someone else. So I was finding sisters or trying to find sisters, people that like me that go through similar issues that we go through um, in order to get some support that way. And there was like hardly any of our faces, you know? And so, you know, God laid it on my heart um, pretty early in the journey too, that, you know, you, you've got to be that face. You've got to help you got to be part of that face. There's so many of us that are advocates, but you've got to be part of these people that I'm calling um, that takes this um, diagnosis out of shame and out of darkness. So um, that confirmation from God, um, coupled with my experience and my experience as a nurse, when I worked as a nurse practitioner, I did women's health. So I actually took care of women that were going through infertility, um, being a labor and delivery nurse. You know, I was going through loss, feel loss, um, miscarriage and taking care of those babies that had, you know, passed away when they were born and the women that had those babies. So I was already in the field as well. So I know that's a long answer to your question, but those are all the things that led me to, to this purpose um, for my life. I'm so grateful that you shared your journey with us. And I'm so sorry for the loss that you've experienced. You. I am just incredibly touched by your choice to speak out, you know, on it and to even show representation in this area, because it is something that African-Americans deal with in yes. high numbers. And it's nice yes. to see <laughs> the representation. Yes, yes. yes. And, and mostly, like you said, it's in secret. But when you can release, it feels so good, Liv. Like, I, this is going to feel so free for you even to just have this talk, you know, even for this to air, because it almost feels like, okay, I got this. I'm not alone. You know, other people have gone through this and have seen the other side. And so will I, you know, it gives you a vision uh, more so of what's to come. So I think, I think those will be good for you too. 
Absolutely. Thank you so yeah. much. I already feel myself growing. I don't know if you guys remember when you were growing up, how you would feel the Charlie horse and the growing pains. I feel as if there are a couple of growing pains that I'm growing through right now. Yes, yes, we are. I'm grateful. I'm not alone. Um, so my next question is, you know, how would you encourage someone to spend time during their wait for that hope that's been deferred. We know Proverbs 13, 12 tells us that a hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a longing Mm -hmm. fulfilled is a tree of life. So how would you recommend we pass that time, especially during holidays like these? Great question, Liv. And I think one of the things is that you shouldn't necessarily call it, you shouldn't sit in the wait or, or look at it as time passing. You should really live. And I think that's the biggest thing that people going through infertility, the, 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 the biggest thing that we go through that we regret is we forget to live during, I'm going to not even say the wait, but during the journey towards your baby, because everything is invested in that money, time, energy, prayers, everything revolves around that for a lot of women. And so I think one of the key things is to not um, look at it as like a holding period, but more so a growth period. And in that time, you should develop and own that relationship with God and with yourself. So it's a t- it's the, it's the time. I'm honestly the time that really took my relationship to God to a personal level. It took it from like theor- you know theoretical and and the religion part of it to a personal relationship with God. And I changed all of my habits during that time period. I literally, um, you know, wake up and and spend time with God before each day, talk to him, hear from him, listens to the sign, listen to the signs and um, that he would give me in certain people or in certain things. Um, But I, I think the biggest part in that is, you know, plan, you know, Plan and visualize your life with that baby that you'll get and forget about the steps it'll take. Just look at the last step, your baby that you're going to have. And I think so many people get caught in the weeds of planning every step. I did it. You know, what? when, when um, the doctor told me that I was infertile, girl, I got online looking up, okay, so what do we need to do to control this to the situation? Do we need to adopt? Do we need to get donor eggs? Do we need to do this or that? I freaked my husband completely out. Like he was like, whoa, you know, pause, you know, just wait. <laughs> We're not there yet. So we, we want to control, we want to move. And I think the biggest thing is to, is just to, to be still in that and um, accept, you know, where you are, visualize what is promised to you and develop that relationship with yourself and God during that time. Yeah. That was so good. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it even brought me comfort just hearing you talk about it right now. Just be still as yeah. you practice presence and look toward that vision by keeping it in front of you. You know, I can relate to the, the different uh, methods that you begin to look to because my husband and I begin to talk very, um, very seriously in my eyes about, <laughs> about adopting yeah. or fostering. Because I would just say, you know, I feel as if I'm meant to be somebody's mama. 
And so, you know, we're just beginning to have those conversations and everything, but I am grateful even for his support in all of this, because it's not easy. You know, I mean, there have been times where my career has been incredibly exciting and fulfilling. And there have been times where, you know, I have wanted something a little more, especially in those seasons when my husband goes overseas and all of that. Um, But at the end of it, you know, that question about whether or not I can or when and all of that can sometimes steal the joy that you have from either of those moments, whether it's seasons of solitude or seasons of that are incredibly full. And so I'm grateful that you you just talked with us about, you know, spending that time with ourselves, spending that time with God and really keeping the vision in front because it's for an appointed time. Yeah, it not be for this one, but it's for that yeah. one. <laughs> and honestly, I know I wanted to, to give you that caveat. I think I think the, the biggest obstacle infertility lands in front of us is the time thing because we have our plan. When you're little, you have your plan. You, you know, you're gonna get married at this time, you're gonna have kids at this time, you're gonna move into a house, da, 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 da. but that appointed time is not our appointed time. Like you said, it's his appointed time. And once we accept that. I think it makes the journey a little easier to digest um, because it will come. It's just going to be in his time. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'd like to know if you ever struggled when others Honestly, because I mean, what business is it of yours? You know, unless you have personal interests in it, I think a lot of people are nosy. So, um, but what I would do is say, you know, I don't create babies. God does. You know, I don't you know, I can't breathe life into them. He does. And everybody has a different journey in time. And, you know, I just kind of leave it at that. I don't really entertain entertain the questions very much. Um, And I just wish people would stop, stop with the questions. Um, You know, I've had people when, when, when I've answered the questions that way, they just, they stopped stopped asking. (laughs) When the babies come, you will see them. (laughs) And, you know, that's it really. Absolutely. I appreciate how you just, you know, shared that you get to dictate the boundaries that you choose to set up. You know, you get to tell people, um, you know, very plainly that they will come when they come. If that is the way that you feel of responding in that moment, because it is a fragile and sensitive subject. And so we should be able to, you know, take control of those conversations as we, as we do our emotions, because we have to be protective of them, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. and don't feel bad about it either. Absolutely. And I think that can be the hard part, you know, or even the pressure to please others or to fulfill their demands by inviting them into such a sacred space. But it really can be as private as you want it to be or as public as you want it to be. You don't have to feel as if you have to replicate anybody else's journey or their conversation. So very true. Yeah, I love that. I love that. (laughs) So the last question I have is what would you say right now is just your final words of inspiration to those that are in the middle of a wait, whether they are grown and well into their motherhood and are expectant um, for something new within their relationship with their children, Mm -hmm. or there are those (laughs) women that have yet to 
to have the opportunity con to conceive or have conceived in the past and are, you know, hoping to do so again, or those right. women that are even just wanting to be married so they can, you know, become the models. And all of that. Yes. Oh my goodness. I think I would say um, my greatest piece of advice would be to every phase, believe it or not, because once you become a mom, it's not easy. <laughs> It is not easy. And it is a very selfless process that you go through. It is a metamorphosis of yourself um, when transitioning from one, from single to married, being a wife ain't easy. And then being a mom is not easy. So, I mean, you have every point along the journey to where you can be like, Ooh, I remember I had that, those free moments where I could just meditate or reflect and then you become a mom and you can't find any free you know so I would say to enjoy find something to be grateful for and appreciative for in each part of wh whatever journey you are to find that joy in it and journal it like so you won't forget it because sometimes you need to go back and look at it um journal it you know write it um and do all of the things we've talked about before like you know the meditation the visualization the things to enjoy your present moment and present life um, that you have and um just quick story for those that are, are going through infertility is that you know when i started off this journey i joined a support group of women and uh, it was a, about 11 of us and all of us were going through different problems blocked tubes fibroids endometriosis pcos um the gamut of issues very poor prognosis amongst all 11 of us and by the end of um now present day every single one of us has a baby like or two or three in some cases. So um, I don't say that to say what your journey might be, but I, what I'm saying is you can never see past where you are a lot of times. So, you know, just, you know, remain hopeful and, and keep the vision of the babies that you want. And I believe that it will come. I believe that you will receive those delicacies of your heart. So I just send so much love and positivity out to your audience. Um, and I, I love you. I'm sending you love too, Liv. <laughs> I wish I could give you a big hug. I know. Thank you. I mean, everything about this conversation has been comforting. And I know that there are people that will still, you know, continue to um, sit with their emotions. But I do hope that this is a conversation that we can come back to and just recognize that there is support in the unity yeah. among those of us that understand what you're going through on some level. Our yeah. journeys are not identical, just even as you said, but mm -hmm. we can resonate with one another's stories. And so yeah. I am just so grateful for your time. <laughs> Would you please tell Thank everyone you. where they can find you? Yes, and I will be course. sure to post all of the things below. <laughs> You are so kind. Yes, please. Um, I am on YouTube at The Joy Journey, um, but it's hard to find because, you know, there's very few of us, you know, African-Americans talking about infertility on there. Um, but if you, if, hopefully if you, if you put it in the search engine, it'll eventually come up. If you can't get to it, go to IG. I'm on Instagram and you can go to my bio and all the connects are there, but it's The Joy Journey um, at, um, on Instagram as well, but it's the underscore joy journey there. Um, and then I have an email address. If anyone wants to reach out for coaching or any type of resources that I have to offer, you can reach me out at my email address, which is thejoyjourney216 at gmail.com. 
Awesome. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much. I am so incredibly appreciative. I am praying with you about your dreams. I absolutely believe that they are going to be fulfilled in God's timing, in his perfect way, and in his perfect will. And I believe that it is going to just cause your spirit and your soul to overflow with goodness and gratitude. Thank you for joining me here. This conversation is raw. And if I'm going to be real, it wasn't easy. I was incredibly sensitive and nervous in ways that I have not been nervous about speaking <laughs> in years. Thank you. Thank you for joining me on this journey. And thank you so much, LaJoyce, for your insight and your wisdom. Let's pray. See you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah for the many ways that you show us who you are and you give us new revelations of what you are doing in each and every one of those seasons. My God, I speak over the women that would like to be mothers and I call them, hallelujah, mom. I call them mama. I call them mommy. And I just thank you, Lord God, for how those words are resonating within their spirits as they keep the vision in front of them. For the vision is for an appointed time and we will not tarry. And we believe it does not tarry, but that it will come during the time that you have established. God, we choose to wait. For we know that Paul said he'd learned to be content in every season. He learned to be content with lack and he'd learned to be content in plenty. God, we are asking that you would help us to be content. We're asking that you would help us to celebrate others. We're asking, Lord Jesus, that you would help us to continue pressing into your presence so that we may be fulfilled in you so that we may learn what it is that you have to give of us in this season. And so that when you release us into the next, we are endowed with every good and perfect gift you had for us in this moment that we were meant to carry into that. My God, you're such a good God and we just bless you and honor you. I lift up the women who would like to be married. I lift up the women who would like to be reunited with their children. I lift up the women, Lord Jesus, who have a hope before you that's been deferred, who have a hope before you as they trust you, oh God, with their longing. In Jesus' name, I pray, amen. All right, y'all, our time has finally come to an end, but that doesn't mean that our conversation has to. I would be honored if you would write a review on iTunes or Spotify to let me know if any part of today's subject touched your heart. It will also help other people find this content. Now, I hope that you remember that I am here to inspire confidence, conversation and creativity in Christ Jesus among your circle. So let me know how I can be of service. I'm on YouTube, Instagram, and Clubhouse at Candid Live, and I'd love to know what you want to talk about. I am honored that you are